The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to Living with Intention. I am April Wyatt, your wellness advocate, and I am so grateful that you're here today. During our time together, we will explore ways to connect the mind, body, and spirit to allow growth from within. And by utilizing my own intuition and experiences, I will guide you through a variety of techniques which will assist you to bring you back to your true essence. Now I invite you to take a moment, set your intention with curiosity, opening your mind and heart to receive as you discover more about your own abilities for expansion. Hello, I want to thank you for taking time out to connect with us today. For those of you who are not familiar with me, my name is April Wyatt, and I created Living with Intention to promote wellness, to assist you, to bring back balance into your life. Mm -hmm. And I do this by sharing a different perspective of holistic healing, mind, body, spirit, and by bridging the mind and the body connection. I like to plant seeds for growth and expansion from within. And through this series, Evolving with Energy, we come together to explore ways we can live a more balanced life through different types of energy modalities. And as we are curious, we hold that curiosity to be open to new ways of being. We invite growth into our lives as we are meant to evolve. Remember, we're, we're no longer living in the Stone Age here, people. I want you to think about that for a moment. Just across your lifespan, you have experienced evolving and adapting by trying things out and finding what supports you and how beneficial they are to you. And as we evolve and adapt, our physiological state also shifts. As I shared in a past podcast, Taking the Plunge, and how learning new practices builds neuroplasticity within the brain. Scientific evidence here. So I want to share with you this series because sometimes we feel off balance if we're not aware of our own energy boundaries Mm -hmm. and we take on other people's stuff or become overwhelmed with things we cannot control. For example, you can feel uh, the energy responding within you when you turn on the news or you see something on social media that just kind kind of zaps you there. And so the guests I invite here for this series offer ways to regulate your energies through the physical and material energy bodies, which Mm -hmm. helps you to manage and strengthen your relationship to yourself. Remember, no one else can do this for you. But these beautiful people that come forward, they're here as guides just to give you some um, guidance along the way. So today, my guest is Stevie Lang. 
Uh, when she started identifying and listening to her intuition, she discovered how much information she had access to and a sense of freedom that she had longed for all of her life. Now Stevie is expanding her awareness as she works with recovering perfectionists and overthinkers to shift from insecurity and self-doubt into confidence and clarity. And she does this through transformational coaching, intuitive energy readings, and co-creating customized affirmations to change inner dialogue of course, I have worked with Stevie personally, and I oh. met her at an event, you know, had seen her on social media. It's kind of a funny story. And, and it was like, oh, who is that person, right? When you're attracted to a person and you see them, you see what they're talking about. It's like, that's the same language. That's, that's the same energy. <laughs> and then yeah. I saw her um, at an event and I just walked up to her. I said, you're Stevie Lang. And we both laughed and it was great. So I connected with her and uh, she helped me tap into uh, my own um, intuition. She just kind of unveiled things for me, if you will. I, I can't explain it exactly. And it was very profound because she was able to, and I'm doing quote, read what was happening for me at that time, at that specific time. And she could actually catalog it back to other areas in my life. And I'm just getting chills right now as I share <laughs> that. Uh, she offers insights that I wasn't aware of, and it really helped to empower me knowing that I was on the right path. And so my friends, I hope you find our conversation stimulating and maybe even having some insights yourself as we continue to expand the collective consciousness together. So let me introduce to you my friend, Stevie Lang. Welcome, Stevie. Thank you for being here. Oh, April, thank you for having me. And thank you so much for sharing that story because I just, my heart portal is so open and I got goosebumps too. And it's like, that's why I'm here. And to feel seen and heard in that way is just the greatest gift. So thank you. Oh, you're most welcome. You're very welcome. And uh, for those that are not familiar with you, Stevie, can you just give a little background um, of your of your story and your experiences working with energy? Absolutely. Um, just to summarize where I've come from, I grew up in a small town as a preacher's daughter in a highly conservative religious environment. So the things that I now see as my gifts and my greatest assets in life were things that were seen as disrespectful, dangerous even, and definitely not validated when I was growing up. So I had a lot of internal conflict, not understanding energy, not understanding boundaries at all, and not understanding what I was capable of in any way. Or, and I mean, exactly what I said, the, I felt ashamed for what I was able to see and sense instead of seeing it as a gift and an asset. So through my journey of life that has brought me 
here today, there's been a lot of unraveling and a lot of transformation coming from one environment to this environment because it went from being oppressed to being able to write my own story in the world. And that story includes believing that there are people that love me and appreciate me for who I am and that my greatest gift to the world is to be who I naturally am. So I'm extremely passionate about exactly what you described happened for you. And that is to work with people to be present and serve in a way that activates their own inner knowing and helps people go from overthinking and seeking this imaginary story in their mind that was given to them from someone else, which I call a script. I say, ditch the script and write your own story. <laughs> yes. Because we have all these, all these scripts, all these checklists of what it means to be this or that. And sometimes we might align with that, but oftentimes not. And it's helping people identify with that inner knowing, that inner voice that's wise and their unique energetic vibration frequency on this planet that's part of the oneness of everyone, that they can choose how to show up and feel confident and secure and clear in that being. And that like, that's why we're here. It's the coolest thing ever. Yes. It's so, so cool. (laughs) Yeah. And I want to just bring it back a little bit about when you said um, about kind of discovering this, this ability or the energies within ourselves and um, ditching the script Mm -hmm. of other people's or society or whatever it is that we think we need to um, box ourselves in. Mm-hmm. And those, I mean, I feel that there's a huge, uh, something's wrong with me type of script that gets in the mind of absolutely. This is so hard or why can't I do this? And I'm doing everything. I'm ticking off the boxes and things and still nothing's happening or still because it's somebody else's script or it's not their authentic you know, coming from authenticity, mm-hmm. uh, that they feel that something's wrong with them. So I would, I would boil it wrong? down to, I would boil it down to feeling like they're not enough oh. in some way. Like every, every part my, in my own life and every person that I've worked with it, if you boil everything down, it comes down to this story of being not enough mm-hmm. and everything else is just layers on top of that. Yeah, so true. Mm-hmm. Was a hearing you ask a question about more about my journey as far as how how I tapped into my intuition and started trusting it. Yeah, that would be. Or should I talk about that a little for bit? You to to okay. share more about okay. that. Um. So I've always had it. I just didn't necessarily know what it was or listen to it. So the little nudges where it's like, yeah, or like excite that little heart jump that happens when it's like, yes, I want to do that. That's a nudge. That's spirit. That's your intuition. That's making your heart jump like that. And also that feeling where it's like, "Mm, 
where you just kind of want to back up, maybe your throat gets a little tight or um, just in general, you get kind of a like icky, heavy feeling. That's your intuition saying something isn't in alignment here. It doesn't necessarily mean something's even wrong or broken, but something's not in alignment. And so I call that uh, green light, red light. The the green light being that heart jump, mm. uh, a peaceful feeling of like, oh, that feels really good being a green light. And that kind of heavy, uh, I can't, I'm not enough, like mm. tight throat, tight chest, sick belly. Mm-hmm. Those are red light, like reassess before stepping forward. Don't try to push through that, but reassess first. And I've been practicing listening that red light, green light, and even having intuition days where I don't really have a plan for the day. I just get up and I just do whatever I feel like doing and talk to whoever I feel like talking to. And those have been amazing days where I met amazing people and had experiences I never would have expected. Um, And highly recommend doing that. If you're just really starting out, not even sure what intuition is, just start by really getting quiet and listening and seeing how things feel as you're around different people or as you think about different activities. And then a really huge turning point for me when I went from just practicing intuition for myself and starting to offer it professionally was I had been exposed to the idea of plant medicine for many years and I'd always rejected it. I'd always felt like it wasn't for me um, and I had my own, own judgments about it. And then there came a point in my life where I was turning 40 and something in me just said, it's time. Mm. And uh, I was invited to a a group experience that I felt was supervised and safe. And I I went ahead and I did that experience. And through that, what awakened in me is I channeled the childhood of someone else in the group that didn't remember it. I I channeled repressed memories in them. And as I was having this experience, the person I was channeling was just staring at me and blinking because they resonated with what I was saying as far as the emotions that were coming through, but they didn't have the memories that I was experiencing. And after the event, it was so profound. They went and they did some fact checking with people in their childhood and got back to me to confirm. They found the name of the person. They found all this information And that was extremely validating for me because Mm. at the time it felt like, what is happening to me? (laughs) Like, what is going on? But then when they came back and validated it, I was like, oh my gosh. And if I can do this using plant medicine, then that means I can do this not using plant medicine. Mm. So how do I, how do I practice this? So I started practicing it. And right around that time, I saw a woman named Sarah Sparks on social media. She was doing a live and she called it rapid fire channeling. And she was just in her backyard, kind of sweaty and like somewhere in the South and said, you know, um, yes, please. You just type in yes, please. And she'd, she'd give you a message. And I don't remember what her message for me was, but I know that my heart gave me that 
green light. Like this is like, get to know this person. What's up with this? <laughs> it was very profound. And I saw her and I was like, I can do that. I've never seen anybody do this. I can do that. Long story short, I ended up taking one of her um, soul calling uh, group sessions and she also validated, yes, I can do this. And it has to do with just tuning in. So with, with those factors all kind of coming together within a few week time span, I was like, okay, I just need to show up. And that's been a couple of years ago now. And I've just gotten more and more understanding mm -hmm. regarding what's happening and getting more confidence and able to do more people and, and bigger uh, group environments kind of thing. And it's just been a journey. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Yes. And when you first started, when you said you gained the confidence, so did you have that a little bit of scariness or a little bit of, you know, questioning your ability, you know, the mind loves to do that, right? It Absolutely. And give you so many reasons why <laughs> you shouldn't to protect ourselves, right? right? To right. taking risks, taking risks means you're vulnerable, meaning that you could, you know, not succeed. And the mind does not like that. So share a little bit about that. Cause I know everybody here is like, oh yeah, I feel the, the heart saying, yes, we feel it. And then two weeks later when we're in it and then all of a sudden the mind starts taking over and it tries to talk us out of it. So can you share a little bit about that too? So a concept that I don't remember where it came from. It came from someone else, but I fully integrated and embodied it into myself and my being is that even if a path ends up looking like it was a bad decision or it was the wrong thing, it narrows down what's the right thing. You just eliminated a possibility out of the infinite possibilities that are available to us. And in my life, every single challenge, difficult decision, even what I may label as a mistake, but really it was just me not having all the information mm. and making the best decision I could at the time. I learned something mm -hmm. and, and my most challenging people, my biggest conflicts, my, you know, deepest cries <laughs> and my most hurt feelings have led me to my greatest gifts my greatest um, ways to be able to serve and my greatest understanding and ultimately freedom because I'm not afraid of that thing that I experienced. I, I used to be literally afraid to feel my feelings because of the environment I was grown up in, feelings were dangerous or, mm -hmm. and or feelings were bad and definitely negative feelings meant that you weren't close enough to God. So, whoa, talk about a shame attack there. And so being going through those challenging times helps me realize that, no, I can, I can feel my feelings. It's part of being human. It's part of the human experience. And the second piece of that is knowing at any point I can change my mind. So if something feels like a yes and I'm going along and then all of a sudden it's like, hmm which happens to me. If I get it, mm, I'm out of there. I'm, and I may not permanently be out of there, 
but I'm going to, I'm going to go within, I'm going to check in and be like, okay, what's going on? What's my next right thing? Mm -hmm. So we're not locked in to a yes and a nudge again with sometimes where the yeses lead me. I'm specifically thinking about relationships. Mm. So I have a romantic relationship and I'm like, he's the one. Oh my God. I love him so much. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I do. I do. But ultimately it doesn't mean that I'm with them until the end of my life, but I still got benefit from having that feeling and having that interaction. Mm -hmm. And if I stay in the moment of what's present here and is this red light or green light moment by moment, then it takes away all that pressure and all that tendency to overthink because I'm not going too far ahead in the future. I'm not trying to predict and I'm not trying to decide for other people what they're capable of. I'm checking in with myself and going, where am I at? What does this feel like? Yes. And that is that the evolution of ourselves. So we don't, we don't see that for ourselves though, because our mind likes to remind us of all the shoulda, woulda, couldas or things that, you know, how it should have happened differently, or if we only did this or what have you. And, and when you can ditch that script, as you said, yes, of well, what did I learn and how am I evolving? How am I moving with this and um, transforming? You know, that's, that's what it's all about. I, I don't see any mistakes. I see mm-hmm. only experiences. Agreed. And if I start to have a regret or resentment kind of energy, that's a time to take a time out and just say, I wouldn't have all these good things, all this insight. I I don't know what I'd be missing out on that I'm able to experience now if I would have made a different choice. Because mm-hmm. we when we play the what if game or the should game, we can use it to say, okay, I don't want to go in that direction again. And then we've learned that lesson mm-hmm. and anything else that we tell our story or tell ourselves a story about is just that we have no way of knowing what we would have missed out on if we would have went a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that calls in like acceptance. Absolutely. Yes. When, when we accept first and foremost ourselves yes and and meet ourselves with kindness and compassion i say ease and grace you know yes. we're human yeah now, nobody is perfect um and as you so perfectly said stevie it's it's about having that contrast and okay now i know what i don't want so what am yep. i going to focus on what what do i want yes cuz when you can have anything Sometimes that's the most overwhelming because you, you're like, well, I don't know what I want. You know, when you have these limitless possibilities and you're like, I don't know. But if you just follow a nudge and you go somewhere, then you all of a sudden have more information mm-hmm. about the direction you want to go. Even if the information you received is, I don't want more of that. You've narrowed down your options and you've given yourself more clarity. And absolutely coming from a place of love and acceptance. Um, I have a a four element formula that I give to all my clients and anyone that will listen to me. And that is, I was going to say, and that (laughs) is to first 
and foremost, before anything else, love yourself. That's the foundation of everything else. And as we go along in, in the other elements, if at any point you're feeling insecure or unsure, go back to love yourself practices, which you can experiment with and see what resonates. Number two is trust spirit. And when I say spirit, I mean whatever you understand to be spirit. It can be Holy Spirit, God, universe, Jesus, angels, aliens, whatever it is that you feel is spirit to you. Just your intuition. Uh, it, it doesn't have to have a definition, but whatever that is that you have connection to, trust it. The third being do the next right thing just the next baby step. And if you're unsure about the step you're thinking of, take a micro step that gets you in the direction of the next step you want to take. Just the next right step. And the fourth being embrace the process mm -hmm. because it is a process. That's the the red light, green light. That's the changing your mind. That's the, you know, looking back at what lessons you can learn and just using all of those together has gotten me through some really hard times. And I just offer that to all the listeners. Love yourself, trust spirit, do the next right thing and embrace the process. Those are great, great um, key points, you know, just to get ourselves back to ourselves. Although I'm just going to ask this question. What about people, you know, they hear that's the four letter word, love. Like yeah. love yourself and they think it needs to be unicorns and rainbows and yeah. all these flowery things, especially. Or they think, they think of someone that's always late and causes all these problems, but they love themselves so much. <laughs> and it's like, but you caused a problem for me. <laughs> so any advice of those who are, uh, you know, just a little about the L word? Um, Absolutely. Um, we know, we all know how to love. So someone that's like, you know, I can't, I don't love myself or I can't love myself or what, that's just a foreign concept. Depending upon who they are, I invite them to think about how they would respond to a small child that had fallen down learning to walk or tripped on the sidewalk and skinned their knee? How would they look at, feel, and treat that tiny child just learning how to figure out the world if they were injured or hurt in some way? And everyone has the capacity to imagine that. And some other entry points for different people may also be you know, how would you treat your best friend or a close friend if they were having the same challenge? Or sometimes it's animals. How would you treat mm -hmm. a, a, a kitten that uh, got too cold and was crying or was hungry? How would you treat that small animal? So start with just identifying ways of knowing how to love in the whole world and then taking that and saying, you deserve that because you exist. Mm -hmm. In fact, that's a, a meditation mantra that I've used in leading guided meditations 
is just to have someone put their hand on their heart, put their hand on their belly, breathe in deeply and just say to themselves, I am worth loving because I exist. Yes. Can we do that together? Can you kind of walk through that? Absolutely. I would love to do that. So if you're listening now, um, get in a comfortable position, feet flat on the ground, back straight, or if you feel more comfortable, lie on your back. Put one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly, and breathe deeply into your belly and feel it expand under your hand. Hold at the top and breathe out. And at your own pace, repeat that two more times. In, through the nose, hold, out through the mouth. And again, and one more time. And from this calm, relaxed space, repeat to yourself, I am worth loving because I exist. 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 I am willing to practice loving myself. I am willing to practice loving myself. I am willing to practice loving myself. Let those words integrate, wash over you, wash through you. I love me. I love me. I love me. As you breathe in, breathe in unconditional love for yourself and breathe out peace. Love and peace. Love and peace. Relax your arms. Settle into your being. Feel the earth beneath you. Come back to this time and this space. Carrying forward the vibration of love. 
that surrounds you and goes through you and is you. When you feel complete, gently open your eyes and know you are loved. Oh, Stevie, that was wonderful. Just, I feel very supported and um, just felt my heart expand <laughs> through that process. And that reminds me of that. We, we need to remember that we are the ripple effect. Yes. And as we are um, engaging with others, you know, when we focus on ourselves and fill our cups first mm-hmm. with appreciation, if, if love is still a little tricky for you yeah how about appreciation yep Um, that works appreciate yourself appreciate as you so perfectly said stevie you know things around you on your journey when you started getting Mm -hmm. that appreciation and and then that flows through you right and people can feel that you walk into the room and it's like oh just like me when i saw you that event (laughs) it's stevie (laughs) <laughs> gotta get over there get to know her um mm-hmm. because that's the the energy right that's how mm-hmm. we evolve and and we're all connected mm-hmm. the mind tells us that we are separate that we have to do yes. everything on our own that's the ego we still need the ego but when it's mm-hmm. really driving the bus that's when it's not so healthy so finding that balance of being in that center point with that appreciation, with connecting to your higher power mm-hmm. and just radiating that out really helps to navigate life a little easier and see people as, as supports, as a community versus it's them against us or I'm alone and, you know, just, yeah you know, all those things that, that happen likes to tell us that it's, it's not true. Yeah, it's not. And we get to, we get to choose what we want to believe about ourselves and our relationship with the world. So if we want to believe that we're separate, we can create separateness for ourselves and make that be our reality. We have the same power to choose a story of connectedness and love and vibe at that. And then we end up creating more of that in our lives. Mm -hmm. And you touched on something that has warmed my heart and I want to point it out. And that is feeling my love. Mm -hmm. I, I speak from my heart. And so when someone listens to me or hears me, their heart connects with my heart and then we're elevating the vibration of the entire planet when we make that heart connection because we are amplifying the love energy that's within both of us and then as it goes out it connects with every person that's within our radius and we can make that larger and larger the more that we allow ourselves to love unencumbered 
and from a place of acceptance, which I believe includes the ego. My ego is my friend. I'm like, oh, thank you for showing up. What are you concerned about? You know, what (laughs) do you see here? All right. Well, thank you so much for your input. Thank you for sharing. Now come along and we're going to go do this thing. We're going to follow this nudge together, right? So instead of judging the Mm -hmm. ego as like this icky part that we're supposed to rid ourselves of being like, oh my gosh, I am so glad that you alerted to me, alerted me to this possible scenario so I can see it and have a loving relationship with this little voice, this little lizard brain that shows up and tries to tell us things because it has a reason. And as soon as it's loved, it's like, oh, okay, good. You got this (laughs) because I didn't really want to have it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But if you don't listen, at least my experience is if I don't listen to it and I'm just like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Then it just gets louder and louder. Oh, most definitely. Like no one has ever calmed down by being told to calm down. So my ego does not calm down by me telling it to go away. (laughs) It calms down by me loving it and being like, okay, thank you. Let's go. Yes. Yes. It's a, it's finding that balance with it. It, It's part of Mm -hmm. us. It's part of the human conditioning, you know, what separates us from the other animals and how we can drive cars and, yeah. Build houses and have the internet and all these things. Absolutely. Uh, and, and I want to bring it back to that point where you made so perfectly is, is yeah, come along, you know, oh, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're talking to me again. I, for me, I like to say uh, thought, like when it, mm-hmm. when it, a lot of ruminating thoughts happen. Yep. That I know that aren't supportive. I'll just say thought and then I'll, pause and say oh that's my protective Mm -hmm. side it wants to protect me it's trying to keep me safe and oh okay just as you said stevie thank you thank you but i think i got this i'm just going to explore a little bit more but i appreciate you being here and kind of heighten that for me absolutely Um, and then also working out old thought patterns yes recognizing that the, the the same theme that keeps coming up it might have a different uh statement but there's underlining tones or themes and when you find that end piece of it and you and it's like bound up right and you start unraveling it and it creates gaps to where you can see in there and you can mm-hmm. see where it stemmed from that's where the real healing begins. But it it starts with that awareness. It starts with that, that just being with that thought without it hooking you. Absolutely. Without taking emotions. it too seriously yes. or identifying with it, seeing it more like, oh, thank you so much for revealing an area that I have an opportunity for more healing. Mm. Thank you for showing me this thought that I didn't, or this subconscious belief that I was still holding on to that I didn't realize was there. Yeah. You know, and, and then once we see it, we can go forward with it. Make a choice. Forward. We can work on it. Yes. Yes. We have, then we have choice on how we handle it. Yeah. Yes. And, and see it for what it is and not, 
oh, this is me. Correct. Type of thing. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm living proof. I'm sitting here to say it is a hundred percent possible to go from feeling worthless, inept, inherently damaged to feeling like I belong as me in the world, which was my ultimate goal in the beginning, but it felt impossible. Mm -hmm. It felt like I would never feel okay to be me because of all this long list of things that I had that didn't align with what people in my environment wanted me to be. And I'm not saying that it hasn't hurt along the way or like it's all been fun, but we have choice. We always have choice. And even if we believe we don't have choice, we can choose to not believe that. Yes. So look, look at where there are choices. You mentioned something about uh, what we're not, we can't control and spending energy and we're worrying and we're invested in, in thoughts about what we can't control. And that's another opportunity to just say time out accept that it's something we can't control and then redirect our energy and our thoughts into where do I have choice? And then we can make the momentum in the direction that we want to go. Yes. And that that's evolution right there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We are evolving Mm -hmm. um, and, and shifting and changing um, that script shifts and changes literally the um, physicality of the brain, yeah. you know, carving out new neural pathways and, yes. um, and the more you practice, as you said, um, with that beautiful meditation, as I, you said that, right, I'm going to mm-hmm. practice, I'm going to yes. really making that commitment to ourselves and just having that awareness and implementing that practice of whatever it is. And, and then the old beliefs, the old behaviors and stuff will subside, start to subside a little bit because we're mm-hmm. creating new ripples of energy and new ways of being. And again, with the self-love piece, as we're practicing to think about a small child learning to walk or to talk or an animal learning a new trick and how they have a learning process. You you don't just, you can't know something until you learn it. So to give ourselves this, you can't, you cannot know something until you learn it. And what is learning? Stevie learning is failing miserably (laughs) and then going what happened there (laughs) (laughs) at least that's my experience yeah and and trying trying something trying that risk right taking a risk taking a step yeah learning something new that is out of your comfort zone 100% 100%. And, and that's what learning is because you know, we could read about it all day long. You could listen to yeah. this amazing podcast, by the way, until you start applying it, until you start really saying, okay, 
what's Stevie getting on about this? And mm, maybe I'll try this thing or all those things, right? We, We have to do it. We have to be with it. We have to feel that wonkiness. It's like, you know, starting to ride a bike. 100%. And another phrase I like that I got from my uh, transcendental meditation practice was easy does it. Mm. Easy does it. Like it doesn't have to be hard. Start where you are and just give yourself permission to take that step and and go with what's easy. Go with the the naturally go with the flow state of what that looks like for you at this exact moment. And then moment by moment, you get to choose. Yes, easy does it. I I think a lot of people, they see where they're at and they think, oh, I need to be up over here. 100%, 100%. And so, you know, you try and climb that cliff so fast, you might just fall, right? You you gotta check your gear. You got to, you know, put those little, I don't even know what they're called, you know, in the side of the rock, yep. you know, take one little step at a time, get the feel of it, get the confidence of your abilities. Uh, it, it's, it's all a process, as you said. Absolutely. And embracing that process, going off of your analogy, that the first step to getting to the top of the mountain is believing it's possible to get to the top of the mountain. Like that, that is part of the process in and of itself. Just believing it's possible for me. First of all, that it's possible. Then it's possible for me. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, I want to get to the top of the mountain. Like those are all parts of the process and we haven't even purchased any gear. We haven't <laughs> exercised. We haven't, we haven't done anything. We're other, you know, as far as oh. physically, but mentally and emotionally making that journey can be a ways. Mm-hmm. It can take time. And when also with the energy flow that I want to share with listeners is flow is with ease. If you're wanting to get somewhere and you just keep meeting resistance after resistance after resistance, something is out of alignment. It doesn't mean your destination is wrong or that it's not possible for you, but something about where you are is not in alignment with where you're trying to go. And you can just keep breaking it down Mm -hmm. smaller and smaller and smaller until you find something that catches the flow. Because sometimes it's the right thing, but it's not the right time. Mm. And when it's the right thing at the right time, it flows with ease. So I, many times in, in my business, in, um, with my, my raising my special needs child, navigating relationships, um, many times I've wanted something when it wasn't ready yet. Mm. And I had more work to do on that loving myself piece on the unraveling old patterns. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't anything that I could rush or work harder at to make it go faster. There was no (laughs) shortcut. 
right? <laughs> there is there, not. There's no like hate to tie, and there's also no finish line, and there's no award, and there's no medal. Like you're done, right? <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is a continual process and journey and adventure. So, um, I offer that to listeners as well as as just give yourself permission to practice loving yourself and experiencing life in flow. Mm. And I'm, I'm here. There's millions of other channels and resources out there. Pick something that aligns with you, with where you are right now, whomever that is, wherever that is, whatever it looks like. And just let yourself be open to the possibility of a life better than you can imagine. Yes. And I am here also to say that's what I'm living right now as well. uh, This is why I bring forward um, wonderful talents and beautiful souls such as yourself to help guide people uh, to prepare the possibilities of climbing that mountain. I'm going to, I'm going to use that, right? That's I think it's great. Yep. Climbing that mountain. So Stevie, for those who are curious and want to learn more about you or working with you, what is your contact information? Well, my website is stevielang.com. And there's a list of offerings and contact information and more about me there. And my email address is liveempowered, all one word, at stevielang.com. I work with clients in a variety of ways, um, some of them in person. Most often, it's either phone calls or Zoom calls that we schedule ahead of time. Um, I don't need to be in person to read someone's energy. And when I do a reading, I describe it as accessing universal consciousness, or um, I understand it as a database that has a record of everything that's ever happened in space and time, including that specific person in front of me. And I do a specific query with permission from that person to get information on what they need that would be helpful and they're ready to hear. So April, that's what I did for you when we met and you, you gave a really great testimonial to how impactful just a few minutes of little key bits of information can be. Uh, I don't know what's coming through before I start talking and I just prep people that never take anything I say, or anyone else says above your own inner knowing. I'm trusting that what's coming through has meaning to the other person. And then it's up to them to decide how they want to move forward with it in their life. And it's a a beautiful exchange. um, And I've worked with a lot of different healers and mediums that, uh, that just, you know, we, we sometimes can't see our own blind spots. And so having another person to resonate with and to share these little bits of information, then we're free to go forward and be our best selves. So um, I also do in-person and online workshops 
reach out to me either through the website or email, um, ask to get connected. I will update you on upcoming events, free lives that I do on Facebook and other private social media groups that I have going. So um, very excited to be here living this life, making myself available to help awaken that inner knowing in, in everyone. I truly shift from overthinking and self-doubt to confidence and clarity. Mm. It's worth it. Yes, Stevie. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here Thank you. and sharing you and uh, your story and, and all the things that we, um, we discovered today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, April. And I'm just filled with gratitude and love for you and what you're doing and just keep up the great work because you are a beautiful, inspirational soul. Thank you. And I didn't pay her to say that, by the way. No, <laughs> I just know it. I called it as I see it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, my friends, thank you again for joining us here on the um, Evolving with Energy and just knowing that you too are still evolving through your own life. And it it's amazing. No matter what age you are, there is um, opportunities and potentiality for you. It's really about you, as Stevie said, finding that appreciation for yourself and becoming that ripple effect. Yeah. Um, so until next time, my friends... Be well, and thank you. I so appreciate your time today. As right here, right now together, we are forming a new stone soup of collective consciousness, and your essence is needed to add to the amazing vibration we just experienced. Please remember that you can always review any of these podcasts and receive that same energy you experienced here because you are part of that, of the energy, of the connection that we are creating here. If you would like to reach out with any questions or want to know more information about my services, please visit my website at livingwithintention.co or follow me on Facebook or Instagram at livingwithintention.co. Also, you can download the free app of mindbodyspirit.fm and listen anytime, anywhere via Spotify, Google, and Apple to have access to all my podcasts as well as the other amazing speakers who are part of the mindbodyspirit.fm community. Be well, my friends, and keep shining your light and sharing your truth. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death 
dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts. 